Welcome to Presence Practice. I'm Tim. And I'm Heather. In this podcast, we hope to give you some practical ways to experience the presence of God. And to give you some spiritual disciplines to help you grow deeper in your relationship with God. We invite you to come and learn with us as we experiment and try on different ways to connect with our Creator. We're so excited you've joined us, and we hope that this will encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. All right. Well, welcome again to Presence Practice. Uh, what this is episode four. Four, yes. Exciting times. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about, uh, we started a new two-week experiment, which is very exciting. Um, so basically, I had this crazy idea uh, to, I wanted to do something simple, right? Especially talking about our simplicity um, episode. So I thought about um, what if we set a timer for the same time every day and we just read a psalm and sort of prayed about it, meditated on it? So, um, Tim, you liked the idea, obviously. I, I did. <laughs> I like the idea. And, like, we should also say we we really seem to work well with the idea of, like, a two-week experiment mm-hmm. as opposed to, hey, here's what we're going to try for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly. I feel like <laughs> that would Which would last <laughs> about three days, yeah. if that. Yeah. And so, like, two weeks is something we can sort of, like – get our arms around and Mm -hmm. also being Enneagram seven, Mm -hmm. there's something kind of nice about variety and we're not saying that we're going to give it up, but we want to try it on to see how it feels. Yep. So we picked Psalm 73 for the first week and, uh, we, what was that? What was that like? I don't know. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I think I definitely had some days where I realized it, like I missed, I just completely forgot or I missed it or, you know, me too. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> uh, I was frustrated about that because I was like, man, I feel like, you know, I wanted to like memorize. I think I had like really big, like, I want to memorize the Psalms. So it's like, you know, and then by the end of it, I'm like, it's Grandiose the week's over already. The oh, yeah. <laughs> I will memorize the original Hebrew. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a deep dive now. Um, so, so, yeah, I think the, the one section that stuck out to me was the, it's good to be near God yeah. at the end. I think that really, I've always loved that verse, but then... Just thinking through, like, I think that he's been, um, I think he's been really, like, slamming that into me, like, over and over again, like, that he's with me in my suffering, he's with me in my pain, he's with me in this really hard season, all that. It's yeah. Been, so that's really cool. And that's, like, where he ended up, right? He didn't start out there. Exactly. You go through kind of the journey with him. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. What about for you? So, we, as you know, we talked a little bit about this. I. I almost hesitate to bring it up. It was definitely a God story for me, but my only hesitation is because I don't want this to sound like it's normative. It's not like I meditate on a psalm and the clouds part. <laughs> like I, have, you know, <laughs> like you have this amazing revelation. No, nine times out of ten, I'll read it and go, "Wait, what did I just read?" Yeah. I kind of went into like zone out mode. Yeah. Um, so this really was uh, God did show up in um, in a way that I did not expect. And mm-hmm. the first few days. I, very familiar with this psalm. I think I probably preached on it years ago. And so I think the first few days I was just sort of in like, okay, I'm going to read it. It's a great psalm. I'm going to meditate on it. But then on, I want to say like day four or five, I read it and I had one of those moments where God kind of put his finger on me and said, mm-hmm. yeah, this is you yeah. that I'm, I'm talking to. And I'll, I'll just kind of share a little bit of what that was like for me. So I'm reading Psalm 73 in If you haven't read, I'll just read a part of it so you get the gist. You're hearing the psalmist struggle. He says, like, surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. 
But as for me, my feet had almost slipped. I had nearly lost my foothold. Verse 3, for I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And um, Powerful. For me, what's that? Powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting there going, okay, that as a group of people, I'm not really sure. It just felt like a group at first. But on this particular day, God said, okay, this actually represents somebody in your life. And I'm really, again, a little bit hesitant to say a name here because there's going to be some in the audience that might immediately sort of dismiss everything else that I say because it's political, right? right? But I'm going to say it nevertheless because this is, again, something that God was saying to me was um, when I look in particular at politics and in particular Mm -hmm. the leader of the free world right now Mm -hmm. in Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. um, here's a guy, and, and I really can say this truthfully, politics aside, when you look at his life, there's nothing righteous about him, mm-hmm. right? When you look at if love, sex, and power are things that Christians should handle differently, mm-hmm. um, here's a man that handles them all in a very worldly way. And you and I talk all the time about power as being yes. something to be given up. And here's yep. a guy that loves to like just crush the people. He's around. reaching for, grasping for power all, all the, the time. time. All the time. Every tweet, mm-hmm. everything that goes out. Mm-hmm. And um, there on a daily basis, there are things that will fuel, I'm going to be honest, my hatred right. for him, which is, I'm not proud of that. But um, today, or was it yesterday when he tweeted out something of like, hey, I've got good news for people that live in the suburbs. We're going to eliminate low income housing so that you don't have to live with them. It was something like that. Mm. Yeah. Didn't see that one. I I did. And that once again, that just fueled yeah. this like, that is exact opposite of the way a follower of Christ should be. Right. So for me, when I'm reading this, I'm like, okay, I actually have some way to relate it to. And then verse 21, all of a sudden hit me really hard when he says, when my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. Mm-hmm. And it hit me that the psalmist is actually lamenting that as he is looking at the wicked, he's recognizing the horrible things that are happening in his own heart. Yeah. And so God kind of said like, hey, Tim, this is hatred that you have for this man that Mm -hmm. is, by the way, being fueled on a daily basis by a vicious news cycle Mm -hmm. and social media, what is it doing to your heart? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, man. (laughs) You know, and and it's a mess, Mm -hmm. Heather. It's a mess. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, there is some, like, righteous good anger in there, like, Mm -hmm. for justice, but there's a whole lot of Mm self-righteousness. There's a lot of me going onto social media and finding people that defend him and wanting to put them in a camp as enemy and as mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. and kind of say like, I am glad I am not like, not like them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, so uh, easy to do though. It's like so easy to go down that, that road. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and God said this last week and I've done it still every day yeah. <laughs> since then. So it's not like, okay, lesson learned. I, I've got Old it. habits die hard. Yeah. No. Well, it's, I mean, and it feel like it's only going to get, worse maybe with the election year and we just don't even know you know yeah so i think it's cool that god said that now yeah better now it's interesting better now than than later i guess yeah so the rest of the psalm he the psalmist says uh basically 
verse 27, those who are far from you will perish. Mm-hmm. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I love that verse. That's the one mm-hmm. that you were talking about, right? Yeah. Of like the closeness of God is kind of where you landed. Yeah. But before he gets there, his prayer would be it'd be basically being like, you know what? It's fine. Donald Trump is going to get his. Mm-hmm. He is going to get probably arrested at some point. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to hell. I mean, that sounds extreme, but right. that's kind of like what the psalmist is saying. And I had this really weird thought of like, okay, how could the psalmist have prayed in a more godly way? And lest anyone turn off the podcast and start screaming <laughs> heretic, hear me yeah. out. Um, I think that we understand that the Psalms are not supposed to be templates. It's not like the Lord's Prayer, Lord, teach us how to pray, mm-hmm. and then Jesus says this. They're right. not templates in like, we have to pray this mm-hmm. way as much as they are um, windows into the soul of the psalmist and every emotion that they're going through. It's a human work inspired by the divine. So there's a human point to it. There's a human aspect that we forget a lot. Correct. And it's not always nice. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, it's not Psalm 137 when the, the psalmist says, what is it? He says like, Blessed is the one who seizes your infants and dashes them yeah. against the rocks. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we want to teach that uh, as like a method of prayer. Hey, be sure before you end that, you know, get you on pray. your knees before your bedside. And <laughs> Can you imagine? Actually, I read an article recently where, from the Gospel Coalition where they were trying to almost make that passage more palatable. And I thought, like, mm-hmm. man, they're, they're really they're missing the point. The point isn't yeah. to say that that's somehow a good thing. The point is to enter into the suffering right. of the psalmist and to realize what they had gone through yeah. you know, with the fall of Jerusalem and yeah. just seeing their own children yeah. possibly dashed against the yeah. rocks. It's to enter into that emotion and to bring it to God who already sees all that stuff. Yeah. And so yeah. for me on the on the Psalm 73, God was like, what what would be closer to my heart than I can't wait because one day Trump gets to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And I haven't worked out all the implications of this yet, but I think it involves praying for the president, like praying for like his repentance, mm-hmm. praying for um, a conversion of his heart. And when... I immediately start going, well, that's not going to happen. I see, like, my ugliness and my cynicism that comes up out of that. And even maybe lack of um, belief that God can do that kind of work, right? Because, like, we just don't see it. We don't see it playing out on a regular basis. And so I can see why it's really hard to... It is. It's hard to even pray for something like that. And if we're going to be really honest, it's probably more fun to envision him getting his Mm -hmm. and, like, justice... Mm -hmm than it is for him to like picture him in humility coming before God. Right. It's, um, and that's the, the, what fuels our soul is either going to be self-righteousness and condemnation for others, mm-hmm. or it's going to be God, like how can I grow in my relationship with you and my, and how can I grow in grace and humility? Mm-hmm. And that's a different, a different sort yeah. of prayer. Yeah. So definitely. So yeah, all that to say it was a pretty, yeah, like it's a song that kind of exploded and I've not hit you clearly it did yeah and I haven't worked out all the implications yet mm-hmm. but as to know that like 
um, especially as I get on the social media, which I, Heather, I just need to get off social media, I think, this week because. You should go back and listen to episode three. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was it? Digital distraction? Digital <laughs> distraction and like what it does to our souls. Yes. And you're yes. right. And being a seven, it's like, oh, that was like... We just talked about it. That was like, four weeks ago. Like, yeah. we're done with that now, right? <laughs> we can quite. go back to our social media, no. but like... No. It is. It, it yeah, fuels that Psalm 73 mm-hmm. thing of like, you know, let them fall down, mm-hmm. let them be crushed because they're evil, unlike me, you know? And right. That's not healthy. It's interesting because it's like, it. maybe there's something in us that tells us we have to like move towards this certain place to then arrive Right. Like, okay, if I can just get to this place, then, oh, I'm glad I'm not like that person back there. But it's weird when you think about, like, if God's really, like, in our suffering with us and he's and he's wanting us to just keep our eyes focused on him. That means we like that means we don't look at what's around us either, in a sense, like Mm -hmm. we're focused on, like, let's just keep walking towards God. And that's that means just worrying about myself and where's my relationship with God at at all times. And that's it. Like. But, but that's see, so that's, hard. That's, it, it, it's just much easier to be able to look at another person and say, mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not like them because yeah. that requires no change on yeah. our part. It requires maybe a, you know, a tweet or a, a jab mm-hmm. on social media that hits exactly the way we want. And that just justifies us yeah. that much more. But yeah. like what you're saying puts the accountability back on us. And I'm seeing right. Christians that you and I know. Mm-hmm that right now are kind of living in that space of they feel it's their job in the world to correct everybody else yeah. in in all their ideologies yeah. as opposed to acknowledging, hey, I have room to grow too. Mm-hmm. And everything that I believe right now, mm-hmm. five years from now, isn't going to be the same. Right. Exactly. And, and it hard. wasn't it wasn't what it was five years ago either. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and if it is, we're probably not doing it right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're, we're constantly growing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think all that to be said is like, I think this practice or this discipline shows us that there's something to this idea of not just reading scripture, but like meditating mm-hmm. and to say, you know, and if it doesn't hit you the first or second or third time right. to not stop and keep going yep. because God might, he wouldn't, no promise that he will, but yeah. he might show up in an unexpected way mm-hmm. that causes like real change in yeah. your life. Yeah. So. And something interesting that I never tried, I only tried it with this experiment, just hit me one day. I was like, you know, I just want to like actually close my eyes and listen to scripture. So I had just the app, like read it to me and kind of treated it like a meditation. And I was actually pretty, I was pretty surprised at like, you know, I was kind of like visualizing it and like really like, you know, letting it sink in more than just like reading it on the page. And it was really interesting. It was a different experience. Different. And in a good way. In a good way. Right. To to hear it. And I think we don't probably do that enough. And there's no excuse for us not to, because we all have access to the Bible app, the the Bible (laughs) app, which is free where we can listen to it. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure we'll talk about that at a future date, but even like the apostle Paul, his letters were actually read written to be listened, not to be read. That's a whole different. Yep. That's probably why I did it too, because I've been studying that. But I think, yeah, I think that's powerful to actually just listen to it as if it was being read to you. It's kind of, it's just a different experience. Yeah, it it hits you differently than if you're reading it. And I think it's better for my ADD because I feel like I could actually like focus more. (laughs) I wasn't like, you know, my mind was a little bit more engaged. Yep, yep. I'm the same way. If I'm reading it, Mm -hmm. it's, 
you know, you get through like a paragraph and yes. all of a sudden your mind is yeah. off to, your monkey brain is off it's to whatever It's the wandering, you, my wandering mind, not that the Bible's boring by any means, but you know, it's just, no. it's just yeah. a focus issue, I guess. But Listening to scripture, yeah. I think is a great, is a great discipline mm-hmm. and probably one that we should incorporate. I know we said two week experiment, but yeah. I think as we go on, we should be reminded of like how powerful this is. Mm-hmm. And look for ways to incorporate it, even if it's not an everyday thing. Um, And it probably will be an everyday thing in some way, shape, or form. But I'm saying the way that we did it, it doesn't have to be that same way. Right. And that's the point. I think that's the point that we came to the other day about just like, I think two weeks are like a good, you know, gauge for us of like, what's going to work, what's not, what, you know, just, we want to just try different things. So hopefully it's like, yes, hopefully it's helpful. I mean, one other piece that just hit me when you said that, I think. The fact that you and I are doing it together, yeah, um, is there's an accountability piece to that. Like I'll speak for myself. If mm-hmm. it was just me, yeah, and, I, and it's not a guess because I've tried it before. Yeah. <laughs> like like <laughs> there's no accountability. <laughs> Best intentions. Back to like two days. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like I'm done. Yeah, maybe two days. <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes a day, true. and then it's like, wait, what was the experiment? Mm-hmm. But doing it with someone, knowing that we're going to be talking about it, right. there's a, a nice like level of accountability there, which. As a church, my hope is that this fall mm-hmm. we can get in small groups mm-hmm. and practice some of these things together. Because yeah. think about this. It's just you and I doing this right now. What if it was like five or six of us and we all come like on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. with a word of like, hey, here's what God taught yeah. me. That's awesome. could be powerful. Yeah, definitely. So That'd be great. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. I think uh, we are going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about the second Psalm that we picked and how that week went. And then we're going to switch it up with a new experiment. So that's it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.